G'day and welcome to Partakers and to our series, Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church, from its very origins through to the Age of Reasoning in the 18th century. Last time we looked at some of the early leaders of the monastic movement. Today we will look at Christian origins in Britain. In 1st century AD, the island of Britain contained various religious practices based on both pagan and Roman gods. The Roman Empire was well established and Britain was the westernmost point of the Roman Empire. Christianity was first brought to England, part of Britain, by travellers and traders using well-known routes through the Roman Empire. As they travelled, they would have come with stories from pagan mythology, as well as the story of Jesus. However, nobody knows when Christianity actually did first arrive in Britain, although one particular story purports that Joseph of Arimathea built a church in Somerset in England. Joseph, you may remember, was put in charge of Jesus' dead body. Here are three quotes from ancient texts about Christianity being in Britain. Paul also obtained the reward of patient endurance after being seven times thrown into captivity. After preaching both in the East and the West, Paul gained the illustrious reputation due to his faith, having taught righteousness to the whole world and having come to the extreme limits of the West. That was Clement of Rome in 96 AD. Britain, remember, was the westernmost province of the Roman Empire. Tertullian in 197 AD writes, By this time the name of Christ has reached the various confines of the Moors, all the limits of Spain, the diverse nations of the Gauls, and the hunts of the Britons, inaccessible to the Romans but subjected to Christ. And then finally Eusebius, bishop of Caesarea in the early 300s, records that the apostles passed beyond the ocean to the isles called the British Isles. In another quote, this time from Ecclesiastical History of England, the author Bede purports that Christianity was in Britain by the middle of the second century, regaling about an English king, Lucius. In the year of our Lord 156, Marcus Antoninus Verus was made emperor, together with his brother Aurelius Commodus. In their time, Whilst the holy Eleutherus presided over the Roman church, Lucius, king of Britain, sent a letter to him, entreating that by a mandate from him he might be made Christian. He soon obtained his pious request, and the Britons preserved the faith which they had received, uncorrupted and entire, in peace and tranquillity until the time of the emperor Diocletian. It must be said that there is, however, no further evidence from antiquity to back up this particular claim of Bede. We do know that British bishops were in attendance at various church councils, such as in 314 at the Council of Arles, at the famous Council of Nicaea in 325, and at the Council of Rimini in 359. The first member of the British church we do know about is that of St. Auburn, It is he who was said to be martyred for his faith. More about him next time. Another person we will discover next time is St. Patrick. 
He is perhaps one of the most famous names from these ancient times. During the 5th and 6th centuries, however, Eastern Britain was invaded by the pagan Angles, Jutes and Saxons from Northern Europe. As a result, persecution came and the Christian church in Britain was destroyed, except for those in West Britain, the country we now know as Wales. Then in 597 AD, Augustine landed in Britain. He was sent on a mission. He was sent to re-establish Christianity in Britain. He started it in the south, near Canterbury, and proceeded out from there with his team. That's it for this time. Next time in our series AHA, we will look more closely at some of the leading figures in the early church in Britain. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers www.partakers.co.uk where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century.